0: Well, the internet at my house isn't working, so that's fun. Let's see if Brandi is red day. Are you there? Hello. Hello. Yeah. Um, How's it going? Not good. Uh, the internet's out, so I'm like using my phone now.
1: Oh, what?
0: At least we got this going. How you doing?
1: I'm doing all right. Oh no. <laughs> I um I had two DJ gigs back to back this weekend. Yeah. And man, it's taking me a hot second to recover. I feel jet lagged, honestly.
0: Oh, you're tired from work. Yeah. That's okay. I thought you were having but a it's... real life crisis.
1: Oh, no. I mean, no. I do feel jet lagged, though. I mean, I, I had to stay up until 3 a.m. both nights and they, when I was on Pacific Time. That's 5 a.m. here. I'm jet lagged. Let's be honest here.
0: Yeah. Was it fun, at least?
1: Super fun. Yeah, how are you doing over there with no internet?
0: It's annoying. Spectrum can go suck a D. A fat (laughs) one. We're using the phone, so it's holding up for right now. Oh, boy. boy. I'm nervous. Uh, I'm doing okay. I had to finally tell social media that Carl passed away, which was really sad.
1: I know. But your guys' posts were so beautiful.
0: Yeah. It just sucks. It sucks. That's the one thing about having a dog is that you're going to outlive them. I know. You're just like such a bummer, dude.
1: Yeah, not great. Well, I'm really sorry. Obviously, I've I've known for a minute. Yeah. um, And I wanted to like, give you time to bring it up when you wanted to let the wife tears. know. obviously we're all here for you and feel for you. Uh, I know like I can relate. I know you got to meet feather when mm-hmm. we first met actually my German shepherd that passed. And like, God, that was literally just the hardest thing I've ever gone through in my whole life. So I know exactly how you feel and I love you. And I loved Carl and I think Carl and Feather are probably in heaven together chasing squirrels and waiting for us, and we'll get to see them again someday.
0: Yeah. Or they reincarnate into another dog that comes into our lives down the road.
1: That would be cool. There is part of me that feels like I see a teeny tiny bit of her in Astra sometimes. Yeah. It's not all the time, but every now and then it'll, like, show up, and it just, yeah, I kind of feel like maybe it's, like, a little bit of Feather saying hi, so um, it might take you a minute to want another one, but I think eventually the right one will find you, and you feel the same way
0: yeah he was a good boy I'll just tell everyone what happened just so a lot of people are like what happened what's going on obviously I told everyone he had he had epilepsy which was not life-threatening I mean it could have been but that wasn't really the issue it's like kind of in the beginning of November he just stopped eating like he wouldn't eat his food which is very very odd and so we took him to the vet and you know kind of initially we thought he had like a stomach bug or something put him on medication and that really didn't work so we finally did like a uh, ultrasound and they found some kind of big tumor growth on in his colon we tried to do a bunch of biopsies to figure out exactly what it was but we never could collect enough material everyone was pretty certain that it was cancer and then he also this is like lymph nodes were like so enlarged and they were like Mm. this is what this is and yeah, so it sucked. And it's like having that conversation with a vet is such a bummer because because you're like, what do you, what do you do? And they're like, well, you can do chemo, but I, I don't know how much that like gives him, and like I'm not sure what kind of life that is. You know, you have to make that decision. And then it's like, well, then how do you know when to put the dog down? And the vet was like, you'll know. There'll be a day in which it's like it's just too much, and mm. it's what ha- it was. It's exactly what happened. Like one day he. Because I never thought he was in pain. He was just, he was not eating very much, so he started getting very skinny, Mm -hmm. which bummed me out. So I was, like, making his own food and stuff to, like, because I could get him to eat if it was, like, cooked rice and, you know, like, gourmet shit for a dog. And then one morning, he was just shaking a lot. And and I was like, okay, I think maybe now he's in pain. Mm. It was such a, I don't want to, like, make this A really dark episode, but I feel like everyone has been asking, so I'll just kind of tell everyone. So then the last night, normally we have him sleep in his big old kennel because if he has a seizure, we want it to be in a contained space because he's he's a 100-pound dog. He was very big when he had a seizure, kind of like bull in a china shop. But for the last Mm -hmm. night, you know, we were going to have like the person come over to our house and like put him down at our house and everything. And then last night we were like, you know, let him sleep on the bed with us. And he hadn't had a seizure in over a month. And lo and behold, if he didn't have a seizure on that last night and then proceeded to have like seven more until 8 a.m. And I was, I can't do it. Like the person that was coming over to put him down wasn't coming over until much later in the day. And so I was Mm -hmm. like, I can't do this. So we took him to the vet. And luckily we love our vet and, uh, He was such a nice guy and did it. And he was like, listen, your poor dog isn't absorbing anything in his stomach anymore. Like, we don't know if he's absorbing the medication that you're giving him for his seizures. His, like, electrolyte levels are way whacked out. Like, This isn't something you did. I think we all agree, like, it's time or whatnot. so. So anyways, it was really sad. It happened on the 18th of November. I've been, like not saying anything because I needed time to grieve before everyone knew because everyone then reaches out and wants to talk to you and make you feel better. And I was like, I'm not ready for that. So anyways, he was a good boy. I loved him very much. It was weird because he was such a big part of like my social media presence for so very long. Mm -hmm. Because I would have never told anybody if it wasn't for like people started messaging, being like, where's Carl? Like do the Carl voice. Like what's going on? Mm -hmm. So anyways, he was a good boy and he would be missed. He was. He was definitely one of my favorite things.
1: Oh yeah. oh yeah. I love that big guy.
0: Yeah. All right, do you uh should we start the show?
1: Yeah, let's start the Is show. Is that like
0: uh, such a bummer? Should I cut all that? Should, I, should we no, not? No, no.
1: Uh, you know what? Like I think of course it's sad, and honest, I was just about to say I'm proud of you for even like being able to talk about it cuz like I don't like talking about my feelings. It's really yeah. hard to talk about things like that. But I think that the YF Tears are so invested in us and obviously, like in your life and with Carl. And I think they're going to be appreciative that you let them in on it. And I think that probably more people than not can relate. Um, cause like you said, like as you get older, that's just part of having pets is, you know, like you outlive them and it's hard. And I think a lot of people are, have been there. And so I think, um, it's just really relatable, even though it is sad. So, you know, we like to have fun on this podcast, but we also like to be real. So, yeah. I think it's I think it's a good thing. And thanks for sharing, Wells. And we love ya. Now we can start the show and we can uh, turn it around a little bit.
0: I'm not ready for another dog, but I kinda wanna get chickens. Do you have chickens?
1: Don't do that.
0: Why? They say that you can like uh, reduce like a so- lot of your kitchen waste by having chicken because you can give them okay. like a bunch of those old scraps and stuff and they'll eat it.
1: I mean, okay. so you live in the city, so maybe you'd be all right. The reason I don't have them is, number one, they attract coyotes pretty badly. Okay, um, And I don't want coyotes on my farm. So that's why I don't have them. Also, Astra. Oh, God, guys, Astra accidentally killed a chicken when she was a puppy. I think she (laughs) thought it was a toy. I think I talked about this. at time. So now i like, well, I can't have chickens. Asher will kill them. And and also they're just like a target for predators. So like my neighbors have chickens and foxes are constantly getting in their cage somehow. You know, foxes are so friggin' sly. They'll get in somehow and, and not only take their eggs, but like kill the chickens constantly. Yeah. Are there foxes in LA? I don't know.
0: I don't think so. I mean, there's foxy ladies. Definitely
1: coyotes. You would just have to really build like a pretty like coyote proof. Yeah. Uh, Caged for them, but well, maybe give it a go. You well, know?
0: I'd get a coop.
1: Yeah, but you got to like fully cage that bitch in. Like yeah. coyotes will jump in, and like you just it's got to be fully caged if you're
0: in L.A. Got it.
1: But yeah. um, you know, my mom's friend Gabby's got them in Malibu. So if you need some advice, I'll yeah. you.
0: I'm not going to do it. But there's a part of me that wants to have fresh eggs every day. Yeah, you know,
1: I mean, you could. Are are there like zones for that in L.A. Like to be zoned to have those?
0: No clue. Maybe.
1: No clue. You know what I think are so freaking cute that you could also get? What? Ducks. Yeah. I love ducks. Do
0: ducks lay as as much eggs as chickens do?
1: I don't know if they lay as many, but they definitely lay eggs. And yeah. I think they're pretty good from what I've heard.
0: Yeah. But I would need what like else? a little pond.
1: Yeah, you need a little pond. I mean, yeah. you, got a, you got a pool. I think it's doable.
0: I don't know if I want to swimming in the pool. <laughs> Speaking of, the freaking motor that like pumps the water is, I think, broken and- it sounds oh. like someone's getting murdered in our backyard. I had to go turn off oh. our pool because it was it was too crazy anyways. That's all right, lovely. Let's uh, let's start the show. What do you got?
1: Okay, let's start the show. I think it's me. Go for it. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with
0: Bells and Brandy. Coming at you live.
1: Live, baby, live. Not 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 live at all.
0: No. Yeah. You know. All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing, if you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring this show.
1: Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag. Because sometimes I don't need that extra space, so I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Baze has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Bayes has your personal items covered.
0: And right now, Base is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's base B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. Okay, I want to start With White Lotus. Okay. Have you you caught up? Yes. Okay. Okay. First of all, White Lotus is one of my favorite things. It's so good. It is so freaking good. But if you haven't watched White Lotus, then you might want to fast forward like three minutes. Because I'm about to go into some theories. Okay. I got White Lotus theories.
1: Okay. I mean, there's so many possibilities. Like, I can't even come up with a theory. Yeah. So, let's hear it.
0: Okay, number one, I think that Tanya, Jennifer Coolidge's husband, (laughs) was originally the cowboy that Quentin was in love with. You do? Yes, because in that last episode, you see her pick up a photo, and and it's two cowboys- Right. I think that Tanya's husband, Greg, who he was talking to was Quentin, and they have been hatching a plan to figure out how to get all of her money because we know that all these lords over in Europe have all this property, but they have no money. Right. And it's coming out that he's obviously broke. Mm -hmm. And so I think that her husband is the one that's setting all this up and it's going to come back and figure out if he's got a plan to steal all that money.
1: That's a decent theory.
0: The other one, Megan's character, Daphne. Yep. I think that she's the mastermind. Obviously, Daphne and Cam are trying to steal the other couple's money, right? Or like get them, get the money. It's pretty pretty obvious. Now, I think you've got the idea that Cam is the one that's like masterminding all this, but I don't think so. I think that Daphne is the mastermind. She takes... Aubrey Plaza's character away Mm -hmm. for a reason, Mm -hmm. knowing I'm probably setting up that Cam is going to get all fucked up with the hookers, make a bad decision, figure out a way to wedge their way into that. One theory that I've got is that you know, when Daphne shows Aubrey Plaza, she's like, You just need to get yourself a trainer. Harper, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, Harper. You just need to get yourself a trainer. I've got one. He's got big blue eyes. And then she shows Uh him a picture and it's her kids. And you think, Oh, it's his kid. It's the trainer's kid. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that Daphne is the mastermind. Not so keen on Albie. He's too nice. He's too sweet. I'm you not. Think? I'm not sure about him. I think things might. I think oh. he's got a dark side to him.
1: I don't know.
0: I. But you listen, you got to switch it up. <laughs> Which brings <laughs> us kind of to. The crux of everything, right? Mm-hmm. Who is the dead person that Daphne finds right. in the water? What are your theories?
1: Everyone on social media is saying that it's a woman. Yeah. Do you think it's a woman?
0: If you stop the scene right there, it does look like someone with a shaved leg.
1: Ah, oh, you've done that. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You're invested.
0: Oh, I'm into this.
1: You're invested. God, I don't know.
0: I've got a feeling it's Ethan.
1: Oh, you think it's a
0: dude? I think he's like a hairless guy. And okay, yeah, uh-huh. So that leg looks hairless, so it makes you think it's a woman, but then it turns okay. out to be him. Also, in that okay. last episode, when he's freaking out that Harper and Cam are like yeah, fucking each hit. other, he goes in the water uh-huh. and he swims out there. And that's where she... And you that's where she...
1: Foreshadowing?
0: And that's where she finds him. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, you know that boat that Quentin took Jennifer Coolidge's character on? That boat... Is in the background when you see the dead body floating. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any other other so, theories? So,
1: what's what's the connection between these two like storylines? Do you think of Cam and Ethan, and that, and then and then the Jennifer Coolidge story? How do you think those two are gonna end up connecting?
0: I have no idea.
1: Yeah, me either. But I do think you're right about her husband. He's been gone for so long; it was really easy to forget about him completely. Yeah. And that's kind of what I had done, actually, until you brought it up. So now that you've brought it up, I'm like, he's got to be some, like, big piece to this puzzle.
0: Yeah. I don't know what the play is because if you can, if you can convince a jury of infidelity, then you do get 30% or it's, it's something like that where you can get money that, like, breaks through a prenup. Because we know he's got a prenup. Right. But 30% of whatever her wealth is is probably a lot of money.
1: A lot. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Anyways, the show. So good.
1: So good so good.
0: Fantastic. Also, there's a couple bodies. What do you mean? Well, Rocco says, like, there's multiple bodies. It's not just one person floating in the water. Oh, there's another. oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. I think the easy theory is
1: that Cam's a bad guy?
0: That Ethan kills Cam because Cam's fucking his wife, but that's too simple.
1: That's way, yeah, way too simple. And it's way too simple that Cam's the bad guy. You know what I mean?
0: And Daphne finding the body, I think, is important. Uh-huh. Because if you do something bad, And you're the one who finds it and shocked, like you're immediately, Uh I think, taken off Mm -hmm. the suspect list.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's a good distraction. Yeah.
0: It's a great distraction. Mm -hmm. Speaking of suspect list, Mm. have you watched the Casey Anthony documentary?
1: I have not.
0: Oh is it new? Yes. Oh, it's on okay. Hulu. You need to go watch it immediately. It's so fucking crazy. It's so fucked up. Ooh. Oh my god. I mean, I remember the Casey Anthony.
1: Oh yeah, of course.
0: Saga and poor little girl. I need you to watch it t- to see what you think. It's so fucked up if she is lying about all this stuff. You need to watch it because she. It just seems like she's lying the entire time. It's giving off Amber Heard vibes real hard.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's been the consensus this whole time, right? Like from day one, I feel like everyone was like, she's guilty. Like she's lying, you know?
0: Well, I think she lies so much in the beginning. She tells the cops that her child is with the nanny. There is no nanny. Takes her to an apartment complex where the nanny is. There's no one in the apartment complex because the nanny doesn't exist. Then she says that she works at Universal Studios. The cops know that she doesn't. So they're like, all right, let's go to your office. So she goes up to Universal Studios with the cops, and then, like, when they're walking the halls looking for an office, she goes, I don't really work here. Okay, (laughs) what?
1: Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, she seems like a complete pathological liar. I know. Those types of liars are scary because they will lie and not flinch. They just do it naturally. It's so scary. Oh, yeah. They're very convincing, you know? They're just very good. It's just very scary.
0: Yeah. Anyways, you got to go watch it. It's, It's only, like, four episodes. But it is. Boy, oh boy, is it okay. messed up. If the father really is the bad guy, then I don't feel bad. But if the father is just the victim of a pathological liar daughter, it is so fucked up, the things that she's saying about him. So fucked up. And the brother, too. Like, it's just, holy shit, man. He thought my family was messed up. So, yeah, Casey Anthony. I don't want to give it a ding because it's messed up, but you need to go watch it. Yeah, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, I'll watch it. Are you caught up on the peripheral? No. Oh, why not?
0: Because I was doing the Casey Anthony thing last night and then also got okay. into White Lotus pretty pretty heavy, you know?
1: Okay. Is all it right. good, though?
0: Still good? Still going, still going strong? It is.
1: I have some questions. So I love it. I love it so much. But we're in so far enough that, like, all the, like, stuff that's not real, like the super sci-fi part of it, I'm a little confused. I have some questions, but I feel like you're going to be able to answer them. What I need to do is, isn't there a book? Isn't this all based on a book? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I need to read the book because I feel like I'll get more information. I'm not going to ruin for you what what last night's episode was. But so I guess my biggest question is, you know, they have all these terms for different things, right? When they say the stub, is that just like the timeline that she's on? Like when they say like we're opening a new stub, does that just mean like she's transporting to a different timeline?
0: I looked it up. A stub is basically an example of a fixed point in time being broken, a branch from a linear timeline, if you will. Flynn's understandably a bit perplexed when she's called uh, a stub in episode two. Essentially, the VR headset Flynn is testing took her to a virtual version of the future. So there you go.
1: So I'm a little right. It is like a different timeline, kind of.
0: Yeah, it's a fork in the timeline.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. It's so good, though.
0: It is good. It's a good show. Do you know what's happening with Balenciaga? Oh, yeah. Sure do. Can you dumb it down for me? I know that everyone's, like, getting rid of their Balenciaga stuff, and I know it was, like... They put, they had, there was a campaign with like kids and like dolls with bondage stuff. That's what I think yes. I heard. What is happening? Yes,
1: that's So that's, that's correct. They put out a campaign, a new campaign for their new line or whatnot. And that's exactly what it, I mean, you Google it, it'll pop right up the photos. It's yeah. children wearing Balenciaga that are holding dolls that are in like bondage and look like voodoo dolls with like their eyes blacked out and like, like goth bondage teddy bears you know I'm pretty sure some of the kids also like look like they're like beaten up and stuff like it's it's very dark it's very disturbing and so everyone's saying why would Balenciaga put out a campaign that clearly is about I guess like child pornography and like t- it, like I don't know I like, guess just google it and see what it says but like that's my understanding is that it's a de- depiction of like child pornography and like that's what everyone's associating it with and stuff and I mean, when you look at the photos, you you kind of are like, how did anyone approve this? Like, how did this get past all the approvals to be released? Like, wh- you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so basically, everyone's like speaking out against Balenciaga, and people are literally burning their Balenciaga products on social media and stuff, and a lot of people have spoken out against it. Um. I, I think I heard that Balenciaga is suing the marketing company that did the campaign. Okay. But like... Is it their fault? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I have, I have no idea.
0: Do you have Balenciaga shit?
1: I have a ton of it. Oh, you do? Balenciaga. I mean, I, yeah, it's like one of my one of <gasps> brands, designers, like, I know that I've bought the most, so, oh, like, I recently, Brandy. I guess, like, I know, but I didn't, I didn't know, and so, like, two months ago, I bought this outrageous bag. It's like the it bag of the season from Balenciaga. It was out freaking rageous, and now I'm scared to carry it, because, like, yeah. I don't, I don't like pointing fingers at me and being like you support child pornography it's like okay whoa <laughs> yeah i don't so i haven't yeah i've put all my stuff away i'm like scared to wear it um i also heard I, again this is all hearsay i don't know if anyone's serious it's, it's just what i've been hearing i heard that balenciaga came out and said that basically you can return anything you've ever bought from them to their stores and they'll give you your money back which no. seems crazy
0: go do that get that money but back the bag. i
1: was like honestly like Maybe I should take that bag back. Yeah, and then
0: walk over to Christian Dior and get the exact same fucking thing for the exact same uh-huh. price and yeah. uh, not uh, a company uh, that is, you know, yeah. child porn.
1: Yeah, I mean, Dior is very, like, preppy and Balenciaga is very rock and roll, which is why I yeah. like Balenciaga, but, you know, you know.
0: Well, yeah. I'm, pr- I'm happy and proud to say that I don't have a single piece of Balenciaga. Oh, uh,
1: well, pff, that doesn't surprise me. Not
0: a made. single piece. I don't even know where Balenciaga store is cuz you know what guys? I'm for the kids. Okay? For the kids. You know, I um, I like yeah. Todd Snyder and Tom Ford. That's where that's oh those are the places that I go. To uh-huh, spend yeah, my money. Yeah, I'm
1: sure you frequent Tom Ford on the regular.
0: No, those are my those are my nice pieces. Gu- uh-huh. Gucci? Is anyone mad at Gucci? I guess I guess they were um, maybe Nazi sympathizers at some point. Oh, were they? Probably. Jesus.
1: Miley is an ambassador for Gucci, so I'm oh a, really? I'm a Gucci, yeah, uh-huh. One of the faces of Gucci this year.
0: Ooh, that's pretty nice. I know. She's not a Blenciaga girl, is she?
1: You know, I don't think she really, not really. Yeah. Not really. Because I know that, like, everyone's Um, mad at Kim
0: Kardashian because it took her, like, a long time to, like, respond because I think she's, like, a Balenciaga person. I don't know.
1: Yeah, she wears a lot of Balenciaga. Yeah. It's not streetwear at all. It's designer. But it, like, it has, like, a streetwear vibe to it, which is, I think, what makes it a little bit, like, more, like, edgy and rock and roll. You know what I mean? And so, like, I think, you know, obviously, like, the Kardashians, like, I think they were probably some of the first celebrities to really start wearing Balenciaga so much that kind of made it such a big thing. So that's probably why they're associated with it. Got it. But yeah, it's freaking crazy. Speaking no of the Balenci-
0: Car- speaking of the Kardashians, Kanye West completely I mean, off the rails, right?
1: I mean, he he has been for a while.
0: Dude, I don't know why anyone's letting him like talk. I don't know if he, he went on the Alex Jones show and Alex Jones is like known as like a crazy person. And Alex Jones had to be the one to be like, "Well, I don't know of how I feel about Nazis." It, it's insane. The things that he is saying. I saw someone was like, what he's doing is genius because he's the only free person in America because he can say he thought of the worst thing and he can say it and no one can, you know, put him in jail or anything. He's the most free. We're not free. And it's like, no, we all can say what he's saying. Yeah. You shouldn't say what he's saying because it's a fucking asshole thing to say. (laughs) We all have the freedom to say that. But we don't because we're not pieces of garbage exactly. Jesus. yeah, I don't there.
1: really I don't really get it. Like I don't like at first, I it kind of seemed like it was all just like publicity stunt, right? Like to say all these shocking things and get him in the press. But now I'm just like, I don't know what you're doing.
0: Yeah, I think he's having a true like mental breakdown. Yeah, I think it's and I feel I feel bad about that because I don't think. I think he like every really successful person, they're just surrounded by a bunch of sycophants who tell them what they want to hear and no one can check them. And it's someone needs to be like, dude, you need to you need some help. You can't be saying this stuff. It's also comes across as so stupid because the shit he said makes no fucking sense. Like he was like, you know, Hitler invented the microphone. No, he didn't. That's a quick that's a quick goog away that he didn't invent the microphone. You know? Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't know. Anyways, I'll probably cut all that because I don't know why we even talk about that idiot. <laughs> I got a question for you. Do you got a favorite fruit?
1: A favorite fruit? Yeah. I guess maybe strawberries.
0: Oh, really? I think so. I think strawberries are my least favorite fruit and I'll tell you why. Oh, why? Because they look like they should be so much more delicious than they are.
1: I think they're pretty good.
0: Yeah. Oh, they're so good. Everyone just dips them in chocolate. I don't. Well, a lot of companies do that.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I like strawberries a lot. You know what, what fruit I really love that's so underrated, and like I don't know why I don't buy them more, is peaches.
0: Ooh, I like a peach.
1: I love a peach.
0: Yeah. I don't yeah. love the hair on the peach, though.
1: Yeah, I don't just bite into the peach. I cut it up. Oh, that's, okay. I don't bite into many fruits because I have four veneers on my front teeth. And ah. when I first got my veneers, I kept telling my mom, like, I think one's loose. I think one's loose. She's like, that's not a thing, Brandy. You're just, you're, you, people have dreams about losing their teeth all the time. That's what you're doing. Okay, no. I bit into an apple one day and popped a veneer mm. and it hurt so freaking bad. So now I'm terrified of doing that. So I don't really bite into fruits often. I got just it. I cut them up.
0: I've been thinking about this a lot. Uh, I'm getting into the fruit game. Recently, Mm. because I saw that like uh, if you're going to eat a lot of carbs, you should have fruit like that type of fiber helps you like digest carbs and stuff. I don't know. see that? I'll tell you what, man. I think pineapple is the best fruit. Yeah, it's a good one. I like the texture. It's always that kind of crunchy. A little bit, yeah. Very juicy. So juicy. Difficult
1: to cut though.
0: True. But I always just buy like a box assorted fruits and stuff, you know. Least favorite, Mango
1: mango
0: not a big mango guy speak like speaking it. of tough things to cut not a big mango mm-hmm. guy I can deal with it but
1: what about dried mango have you ever had dried mango
0: yeah that's just that's too so su- good too sweet
1: oh see I like it because it's like candy but yeah like
0: not. Yeah, yeah yeah that's stupid
1: <laughs> you know what show I started what the uh Jesse Eisenberg show
0: oh yeah Fleischman is in trouble
1: Yes, I love how depressing it is.
0: My complaint about the show is I need this to get to Claire Danes being a missing person already. Mm, yeah. Like, I need I need the mystery to happen. Like, I get it. Uh-huh. It's sad. I get it. Liz Kaplan's character is in love with Fleischman. Did Liz Kaplan kill her to get closer to Fleischman? Like, where are we going with this?
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: It's time. It's like, let's go, guys. Mm. Come on. I need, I need them. I mean the mystery now. Also, your wife's been missing for a very long time. It's starting to get to the point of the Casey Anthony thing, where like it's mm. gonna be weird if you don't report this soon. Yeah. You yeah. know. Uh huh. Like, yeah, your wife's right. a bitch, but she's not a fucking criminal. I don't
1: know. Or is she? I don't know.
0: Yeah, maybe. And I'll tell you what. It's Cl- good though. Claire Danes is such a good actress because I hate her so much. So good. Oh yeah, I hate her so much. Uh, I I love that when when an actor makes me fucking hate him. I'm like, God, you're me good. Me too. You're I know. So good at acting. Yeah, she's and incredible. I, and what's amazing is that I used to have a huge crush on Claire Danes, Romeo and Juliet, oh, My So-Called yeah. Life. Like I was a huge Claire Danes guy, and now I'm like this bitch. I fucking hate her. <sighs>
1: <laughs> I it's really hard for me to not see her as her character in Homeland.
0: Oh, I never watched Homeland.
1: Oh my god, what do you mean?
0: I just didn't watch homeland.
1: That was a great show
0: Well, I didn't
1: you should absolutely go back and watch. That I,
0: I can't I, like... I can't go back I got only mean? I can only go forward we can't That's
1: ridiculous.
0: Sarah's re-watching all of Walking Dead right now, and that looks like yeah. a nightmare absolute nightmare
1: I kind of love discovering shows that I slept on in the past like Lost. I didn't see Lost until like two years ago.
0: I did. I did the same thing with Lost, but I could only get like season four, and then it was like, "Are you on the island? Are you off the island? Like, what's happening here?"
1: I know. But I'm telling you, you should at least go back and watch the first couple of seasons of Homeland. It was so good.
0: Was it like twenty four? Seems like it was like 24.
1: A little bit, but in a good way. I loved 24.
0: Yeah, I liked 24 too, but I feel like it's the same thing. And I also got like a little sick of like, okay, I get the shtick. Like, man, Kiefer Sutherland's got to save the world fucking every day. This okay,
1: is... but just just go watch season one. Okay. Like, it's so good. She's mm. great. I mean, she's phenomenal in it. Like, absolutely phenomenal. All right. In that vein of television, yeah. have you seen Echo 3? No. Oh, my God. That needs to be the next thing you watch.
0: Really? It's on Apple it's TV, on Apple huh?
1: My man, Mikael Hausman, is in it.
0: Oh, yeah, he is.
1: So gorgeous.
0: Who would you rather, Mikael Husman or Theo James?
1: Ooh, they're so different. They're so different. I think Mikael Hausman. I really do. Really? I do. He. I, there's just something about him that's just really got a grasp on me. I don't know what it is.
0: When Amber Chase Burrow goes missing along the Colombian-Venezuela border, her brother and her husband struggle to find her against the backdrop of a secret war. Echo 3. Michael Hussman. Luke Evans. He's a great actor.
1: He's phenomenal in this.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: And what's the girl's... What's the actress's name? She's good, too.
0: Jessica Ann Collins?
1: Yeah, I've seen yeah. her in other things, but I can't tell you what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, She just looks... Familiar to me, but she's also super good. So basically, the premise is: so the brother and the husband, which are the, they're, I guess they're like the main character and the girl. They're these three are like the main characters, but the brother and the husband are in helicopter army, crew, like that drop in and do like secret missions. What's that called? Special forces. Special forces. So they're in special forces together, whatever. Like super secret, you know, like like serious shit. Um, and then uh, so the the brother and sister are super super tight and then he marries the sister but the brother and they're best friends so it's just like they're just like a little like three musketeers you know but then you find out very quickly something surprising about the girl about amber um, but anyway, she's a scientist. She goes to South America to research plants or something, some healing thing in plants in South America, right, like in the jungle. And, you know, the husband is just, like, like worried about her safety or whatnot. So, like, he, when she's going, he's like, I don't know. I just don't know if you should go by yourself, blah, 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 blah. And then, of course, like, shit goes down. So um, I, won't, I don't want to, like, ruin anything for you. It's very good, though. But if you like... um Movies like that, like, you know, search and rescue type stuff and very cool that it's set in Venezuela and it, the acting is phenomenal and it's, I don't know, she's very good. Highly recommend.
0: The guy who wrote The Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty is also the writer <laughs> on this and that's yeah. where you know Amber from. She was on, Oh. she was in Zero Dark
1: Thirty. I loved Zero Dark Thirty.
0: Yeah, it was good.
1: Yeah. Jessica Chastain was so good in that.
0: Yeah, she's a man of the people. She's like the Bruce Springsteen Mm -hmm. of actresses. That's what I've always said since last week.
1: Since last
2: week.
0: Okay, so this one is going to be for our guy listeners, which are few and far between, or the ladies that like kind of like boy humor. Okay. Okay. Did you ever watch Letter, Kenny?
1: Don't even know what that is.
0: Oh, I I talked about it on the show a while ago, and it's a very popular Canadian TV show. It's on Hulu, I believe... Anyways, it's fantastic, and the main guy in Letter Kenny, who also I think is the main writer, has a new show out called Shorzy. It's on Hulu, and it is so funny. If you are an immature boy like I am,
1: got it. So that's not me.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not going to be you. Like Sarah didn't love it, but like mm. I could not stop laughing about it. The whole first episode is about aqua dumps. Any boy that you've ever known that had talked about aqua dumps, and it's just like the funniest fucking thing in the world. Anyways, the synopsis is, sees the foul-mouthed, chirp-serving, mother-loving, fan favorite character, Shorzy, join a senior AAA hockey team in Sudbury on a quest to never lose again. Shorzy on Hulu. So, it's effectively washed-up hockey players, the antics that they get into.
1: Mm, interesting.
0: I loved it. Sarah didn't. You would hate it. But if you are, uh, <laughs> if you are a lady out there who likes some slapstick comedy, boy, do I have something for you. Go check out Yoursie.
1: Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, if anybody out there enjoys really terrible Lifetime Christmas movies, yeah. apparently people really love that whole situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Netflix has a couple new ones that are just so bad that you can't help but watch the whole thing. The Noel Diary, have you seen that?
0: No. Well.
1: <laughs> it's Justin Hartley. Mm-hmm. You know, Justin Hartley. Justin Hartley, anyway. Um, classic, you know, Hallmark Christmas movie. So bad, worth a watch. They do this thing where they're like, Constantly fading from one scene to the other, like way too quickly. Like it's not only a horrible transition, they're doing them like fucking like every yeah. five seconds. I'm like, can we stop with the fade? It's really ruining the vibe for me. But you know, cute. And then uh and then our boy god, Cord Overstreet. I love you, Cord. I love you so much. I do. You know, we've just we've known each other for so long. Love ya. This movie is t- absolutely terrible in the best way. The um, Lindsay Lohan Lindsay one. Lohan. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan and Cord. Yeah, just you know, so bad it's so good. So, if you're looking for um for a Hallmark Christmas movie that's not on Hallmark, hit up Netflix.
0: I do love the Coordinato. He's
1: so funny. Like, he's so funny in this because his character is just so not cord. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just unreal.
0: I want to watch it. I heard it I heard that it's so bad it's good. Like yeah. like that. Like it's just yeah. so over the top bad that it's like it's the best movie ever. Um Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, he, Cord has another show called Acapulco, Acapulco which is very yes. good, too.
1: I've never seen that, actually. I need to watch that. Yeah, it's
0: a, they're in their second season now. It's really funny. He's he's great. I think we're spending Cord. New Year's Eve with him. We solidified oh, nice. those dates last night. There you go. Yeah. With my buddy Tanner Novlin, who is also in a Hallmark movie coming up soon.
1: Oh, love that.
0: Oh, Yeah. I cannot wait to watch the Lindsay Lohan. The, the only thing that annoyed me about the Lindsay Lohan thing was that when they were doing a bunch of like the promo for it, they didn't say that Cord was in the movie. It was like just oh, Lindsay what? Lohan. Yeah, if you go watch, like he's the,
1: like just as big of a character as she is for
0: sure. And like it's that like annoyed me because I'm actually I'm like. Cord is much more relevant than you are, Lindsay Lohan. Last I saw that, you, you're like a bartender and a DJ at some, like, club oh, in God. Ibiza.
1: Oh, yeah, that sounds right.
0: Right? It was something That's like that. funny. Doing, like, bad yeah. TikTok dances.
1: It's just, it's so funny to see Cord in a movie with her. It just cracks me up. Yeah. But good for Cord, you know? Of course. Love him. Get that mom. Um, I feel like there was something else. Oh, God, how could I freaking forget? Guys. Uh-huh. My bell's struggling a little bit down to earth with Zac on is back.
0: Oh, is that where he like just kind of goes around and kind of Anthony Bourdain's it?
1: <laughs> great, great details there. Well, did you watch it. season one? No. Oh my God. You really need to watch it. Why? It's very good because okay. it's so good. I mean, I'd love to travel more than anything. So like, I, I just like, I'd love, I, I just love that aspect of it. And then on top of that, like, I just got to shout out Zach for a second. My mom and I were talking about this last night because I called her about it. We've known Zach forever, right? Like Miley did the old stint with High School Musical and just all the Disney fam. Like we've just known him for so long. I'm just so proud of him because Zach could do whatever he wants and he's doing this show and he really is putting a spotlight on so many issues with global warming and um the coolest part about it for me is like yes you get to see cool places and and um learn about the culture in these different places but but the biggest thing is that he's he's like highlighting sustainability efforts in different places so for season two the whole thing is in australia which i guess he moved to um byron bay which i didn't know so he lives in australia now but the whole the whole season is in australia and he basically goes around and is like highlighting how people are um actually like making huge steps in with sustainability for different things like as an example um there's a couple in australia who figured out how to make a biodegradable version of saran wrap and they made it cheap enough that it's literally just as cheap to buy from them as it is to buy saran wrap for these big companies so there's no excuse not to use it right so it's like small things like that that like if everybody would just get on freaking board and use that we would i mean like save so much plastic from being in our oceans and stuff and and um, that's just one small example of all the different things they highlight in season two and it's just very cool i'm just so proud of him you can tell he's very passionate about it which i think is super cool um and also zach uh, my mom's gonna also text you but if you want a female co-host for season three i would be a perfect fit i love to travel i'm passionate about sustainability i think you and i would have so much fun together and i think your show could use some female energy but yeah Tish is gonna text you. But guys, you gotta watch Down to Earth. It really is so good. And Zach's fantastic.
0: I don't think Zach's gonna take you on as a co-host.
1: <laughs> why not?
0: Because why? Why would you what Because
1: I would be I would be absolutely perfect for it. That's why.
0: Well, yeah, but why would he split the money with of that show that's already successful with just him with someone else?
1: I'll do it for free.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's you need to make sure your mom tells him that. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: They do need some female
2: energy on that show, though.
0: I believe that. I want to get your thoughts on this.
2: Where the hell do y'all be finding these men that are obsessed with you? Good fathers?
3: So you need a nerd. You've got to get a nerd. Um, They're too socially awkward and, like,
0: afraid to talk to other humans. So they won't, like, go out, like, you know, step out on you. Um, They're the good ones. My husband is a huge nerd. Matter of fact... He is currently reading a first course in electronic
2: warfare. (laughs) Like this is his before
0: bed reading. This is a freaking math book. Get a life. You know, you know what? You know, who's not who's not a sketchy husband? The guy read in a math book before bed. (laughs) That's who. So I think that you need to go find yourself a nerd.
1: No, I can't do it.
0: I know, but they're the good ones. I mean, look.
1: No, at- none of them are good. At some point in time, that guy will fuck up and do something shitty. No. They all do. Okay? First of all, yes. <laughs> no. Second no. of all, I just can't sign up for that sort of life. It's just not for me.
0: Well. I can't I We got to figure sign- something out for you, Brandy.
1: <laughs> do we We do. I don't know.
0: I saw this also on TikTok and I thought it was really interesting. It's one of those things where like I disagree vehemently with the person in the beginning and then I agree with him at the end. And it's like kind of impressive that someone's able to change my mind in like less than three minutes. But
3: I wanted to play it for you to see what you think of this theory. Male attractiveness can just be boiled down to whether or not you are threatening, which sounds fucked up, but it's just what it is. Women are only attracted to men who are threats to other men. Women are not attracted to men who are not threats to anybody. There's a lot of ways to be threatening, by the way. So, being tall is threatening. Women like that. Being muscular is threatening. Women like that. Women actually prefer a fat guy with muscles over a skinny guy with no muscles. They've they've studied this. It's because the fat guy with muscles is more threatening than the skinny guy with no muscles. Being smart is threatening as fuck. Ask any nerdy kid in school. Once all of the other kids realize who the smartest kid is, they don't like him because it's a threat. Pete Davidson's a very good example of this. Guys can't figure out why, why, do these, why do these hot women go for Pete Davidson? Have you ever heard Pete Davidson talk? Number one, he's a genius, easily. Number two, if he needed to destroy someone with his words, it wouldn't take him any effort. He could just rip you apart. That's threatening. It's very very threatening it's funny he's a funny guy but he also has the ability to be threatening which is what makes him hot like these andrew tate sphere guys who are just the cr- the cringiest of the cringe they're doing this bit where they're trying to appear threatening by essentially like being i call it pitbull role play both in the they want to seem like the pitbull dog and the pitbull the singer that's the aesthetic they go for and they adopt it because they think it makes them threatening without realizing that um, they kind of look like clowns to everyone else. But from their perspective, like it, it's like a short buzz cut, aggressive sunglasses, I'm a threat, I'm a badass. And it's like a cringe city, but it's, it's what they're going for. It's, it's, their, it's their aim. They just uh, f- failed. Well, why would, why would women be into threats, by the way? It's because um, the biggest threat to women is uh, fucking men. Men are monsters. So they would like it if one of the monsters was on their team and loved them very, very, very much. It would be even more ideal if the scariest of their monsters uh, was deeply in love with them. And now you understand why girls like Beauty and the Beast. That's The Beast is hot. Women find the Beast hot. He's a monster. He's a literal monster. He's like made of a yak and a lion, and women are all about it is he could uh, throw a bookshelf. Shit's cool. Thoughts?
1: I'm the opposite of you. I immediately agreed, and then towards the end, I was like, I mean... Okay. I don't know. The word monster is not really doing it for me. I don't think I like that term. Well, I
0: think he was saying that um, in Beauty and the Beast, the beast is a yeah, natural I get, monster.
1: I get that, I guess. But, like, a big dude that can, like, fuck shit up and throw you around in the bedroom? Like, absolutely <laughs> If that's threatening, <laughs> then sign me the
0: fuck up. Yeah. Oh, it is threatening. Yeah. I think for sure.
1: You
0: can threaten me anytime, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think it's it's more nuanced than that. It's much, much larger of a <laughs> of an issue than just boiling it down to like women like threatening guys. But I do think I, I, the thing that got me was when he finally is like, okay, so why do women like this? It's because men are terrible. Yeah, if you're going to have to be around these terrible beings, you might as well have one on your team. And I'm like, oh, that kind of makes sense. But I don't know.
1: Eh. Yeah, Mm. I'm not threatened by dudes, so.
0: That means you probably haven't been, like, fucked over by one. Actually, no, you have been.
1: No, I have, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that just means they're trash. It doesn't mean. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like I control a twelve hundred pound animal on the daily. Like a, I'm not threatened by a dude. Yeah. You know? Oh, my last. I, the only other thing I had in my little notes. My when I say notes, I mean like my head. Yeah. Um. You probably. This is something that I just felt like Wells probably already knows about. Mm-hmm. Did you know that cats are scared of cucumbers? Apparently.
0: Oh yeah. They'll. They'll <laughs> jump. Why
1: is this common knowledge?
0: Yeah, they'll, if you put one, like, behind it, and then you, like, have yeah. them turn around, they'll f- jump, like, out of the fucking house.
1: Yeah, I searched it on YouTube. It's fascinating. Why? Can Do we know why? I don't
0: know. I think they think they're, like, lizards or something. I don't know.
1: That's so weird. Okay, well, yeah, I, I, that was news for me. So, if you don't know about this, guys, give it a Google search. It's hilarious. I'm going to try it on my cats. Maybe make a
2: TikTok out of it.
0: I like it. You want to take some calls? Sure. All right.
2: Hi. I my favorite thing is Brandy's discussions about Grey's Anatomy. Brandy, I know it's not a popular opinion with Wells, but your Grey's Anatomy updates are awesome. If you could just continue to do them, it's a new season. It started. Would love to hear what you think about it, even though Wells doesn't care. Um, there are people who care what you think about grave anatomy. All right, thanks. Bye. Oh, love that. I, I
1: mean, you know, I love Gray's. I don't know what they're doing with this, but like, they'll put out a few episodes. Like, you know, like every week. Like for three weeks, you'll have an episode, and then all of a sudden, for a freaking month, there's no episode. Like, I don't know what the hell they're doing, but I'm gonna need them to get it together.
0: Okay. Ellen Pompeo's leaving. So what's gonna happen? I know.
1: If Dr. Marsh is, if Dr. Marsh also leaves, I might have to stop watching.
0: Well, then is there a show? I mean, McDreamy's gone. Ellen Pompeo's gonna leave. I
1: That's why they need Dr. Marsh to stay.
0: Paging Dr. Marsh.
2: He's hot. (laughs) Well then, Brandy, it's Julie coming from Canada and I have a favorite thing. There are bands from Canada. I think you've been sleeping on them. They've been around a while. Play any of their top hits on Spotify. I promise you'll love them. They're all bangers. And bonus, Brandy, they actually did a collab with Allie and AJ recently, who I know was one of your recent big things. The band is called Arkells, spelled A-R-K-E-L-L-S. They're from Hamilton, Ontario, and you're going to love them. I promise. Bye. Do you know that band? I don't.
0: Oh, they're good. Um, all right. Well, maybe we'll close out the show with some Arkells. How about that? Perfect. All right. Last one
2: hi welcome brandy my name is amanda and i am from upstate new york i have been a listener since a day one absolutely obsessed my favorite podcast you guys are the best um i just wanted to call in with a few of my favorite things and a question um well one of my favorite things that i've been into lately is the show on peacock uh a friend of the family and i think it was it is inspired by a documentary that was on Netflix that I think Wells recommended like it was. a year or two ago. Yeah. And when I started reading the premise, I was like, this sounds familiar to me. I think I've like seen this before. And it is, it's based off a documentary and it's like with Mormons. So I know you guys would be a kind of into it. Um, new episodes have been coming out on Thursdays and I've been pretty obsessed. And then my question is, do we think like Justice for Rodney on um, Paradise, like after watching everything play out I'm kind of confused why Zach is the bachelor and it's not Rodney so yeah do you have any like insight on that because I'm just curious well thanks have a great day bye
0: why do you think Rodney's not the bachelor
1: I don't know I feel like Rodney might not be tough enough to be the bachelor yeah maybe like emotionally
0: yeah, he is a, a wounded little bird.
1: Yeah, he's very sensitive, very sweet.
0: Very sensitive, very sweet. Um, but
1: I, I do feel like you got to be kind of tough to get through as The Bachelor
0: or yeah, I don't know. I think you'd have been great. I would have been all for it. I've talked to producers that say, like, Zach, the season's going to be great. Like, the girls are really, really good. And that's all you really need. You don't really need the lead okay. to be any good. I don't know what they're doing over there.
1: Me neither. All I know is Rodney's going to be just fine. Just He's fine. such a catch. Just Like, fine. he's going to be just fine. Yeah. yeah.
0: No need to worry about old Rodney. All right. Is he have anything else?
1: Um, I don't think so. It's all for me. Let
0: me find some R-Kills.
1: That's all for me. All
0: right, Brandi. Well, we did it.
1: I can't believe we survived on your cell phone reception.
0: Right? I'm, do,
1: I'm shocked.
0: Do I even need an internet box or can I just use my phone?
1: I know. It's pretty That's good. I'm wondering. I know. Yeah, not bad.
0: Now right, you got something big coming up?
1: No, I am home for three whole weeks. I can't believe it. That's nice. It's nice. I needed it. Like normally, I would, I would not be thrilled about that concept because I get bored easy. But I, I need to chill. I also need to organize my house. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just need to chill. But I, the next thing I do have is uh, New Year's Eve in Miami. Oh. Miami, baby. So I papi.
0: That. That'll be fun. Alright, well.
1: You staying in L.A.?
0: For the holidays, and then we are going going to the snow mm-hmm. with um, with Tanner and the Coordinado and fun. all those ladies, and I think Glenn's actually going. It'll so be fun.
1: Very fun. Love that for you. Yeah, it'll be good.
0: Um, Alright, well, we love you guys out there. Uh, again, number 858 if you want to leave us your favorite thing, we'll play it on the show. We love ya. Love y'all. Pour one out for Carl, please.
1: Oh, Yeah, yeah, I will for sure. Thank you.
0: All right, bye, guys.
1: Sweet little angel.